everybody. Welcome back to The Quiet Reformation. I'm here with Tim Deering, Vision and Networking for Netzer. Hey, everybody. My name's Justin. We're going to do one more episode here. Just a quick little hit, traveling back to an episode last season. And this episode was with Matt Whitman. And one of the rabbit trails Matt and I got into was talking a little bit about friendship. And we explored the idea of male friendship a little bit. But Tim, I wanted to play a clip from my conversation with Matt and just ask for your reflections specifically on, I don't mean to project this onto people, but I think it can be very difficult for leaders or pastors, people that are in charge of an organization that involves people that are responsible for an organization that involves people to kind of really find deep friendships with one another. And so I wanted you to kind of reflect on that a little bit. And what do you see as the state of friendships in the church or with leaders and any insights you have into that? All right, let's do it. So Renee, intern Renee in the background, need you to cue up the, uh, the tape, get it out. Yeah, and play this back for Tim. Thanks. You're doing a great job back there. Great job. Adult friendship is hard to come by. I, I know a whole lot of people who I think are pretty great people and very socially adept and they don't have any adult friendships. They have some friendships that are good that have been hanging around since they were kids or in college or whatever. And I've been lucky enough to, to make a handful of really great new friendships in my thirties and the era of having kids. And my friendship with my buddy Destin is a blast. We are really different. We irritate each other in very useful ways. I think we both benefit from being pals. And hopefully that comes through on the podcast. It feels like we can just turn on mics, pick a topic, again, delete out some of the research and stuff so we're not boring people, but discover things together or take the other one by the hand and lead them toward discovering something that we're poking around at already. And so it's just the easiest thing in the world. It's basically just be friends with my dear friend and have fun being in awe of the world and things that are funny and interesting and neat and share it with other people who might find it cool or might not. Man, as I listen to this, there's seasons of my life that I can just relate so much to being in just creative spaces with friendship where you're working side by side with people, whether that's in ministry or in other forms of work, where you're just really clicking on a relational level with the people you're working with and how much the creative juices can flow, how much confidence you have, how free it can be. I I can also relate to seasons when feeling very alone and isolated in work and or ministry and feeling like all of the creativity and all of the energy has to come from just me. And there is huge difference between those seasons. This is such an important topic uh, about friendship because we know from many studies, there's Harvard studies, many, many, many studies out there about uh, the pandemic of loneliness that people experience right now. And this is something that, that our friend and counsel Andy Crouch speaks about a fair amount. Be great to dive into his work on uh, the life we're looking for. And that speaks to that uh, among many other great works about this topic. But friendship in relationship to leadership is uh, something that we deal with all the time as we're dealing with 
church leaders. And uh, part of what in our work we do is trying to create spaces where church leaders can connect with one another and form relationships because of how challenging it is to actually have friendships within the sphere of influence of your leadership. However, I say that not because I, I think it's impossible. I actually think it's really important for us to form friendships within the places where we're leading. There is a uniqueness to forming relationships with people who do the same thing as us. And there's a certain level of conversation, a certain level of camaraderie that can be found in those places. But it's also important to remember that the work of the church, the work of the ministry is a relational work. It can be very messy and very complicated forming friendships with those we're providing a certain level of leadership with. Even though that's servant leadership, there are still dynamics about authority in there. There's dynamics around perceptions that you have to manage when leading organizationally. And so let's just name a few things that even though ministry is relational and the church is relational at its core, when you think about parents and children, friendship between parents and children, you know, just think about that. Yeah, you want to be friends with your kids, but at certain stages of parenting, it's really important to remember that they need you to be a parent. They can find friends in other situations, but they need you to be a parent. Same thing when it comes to spiritual leadership. In, in spiritual leadership, the, the church needs to have an atmosphere of friendship and there should be connection within the church, but there also needs to be leadership within that church. While there can be both of those things happening at the same time, friendship, and then also authority and responsibility, it makes things complicated. I have a, a friend who is a policeman uh, and he talks about how challenging it is sometimes for people when they get into relationship with him because they're like, you know, is this guy always looking at me to see if I'm like messing up? And there's the perceptions that people have of ministry leaders is one of the challenges is that rarely are ministry leaders just seen as a human to, you know, befriend like any other human, but they also carry this level of spiritual authority by nature of their calling and by nature of their position. And in fact, it's good to see leaders to some degree in that space. We're supposed to honor those who serve among us and we're supposed to recognize spiritual authority. So that makes it complicated, just like a, a, even an adult child who's trying to be friends with their parents. It's still a little complicated, right? There's also another aspect of this where it's also very important that church leaders don't in any way give a hint of favoritism within the community. And the scriptures are really clear about this. James is like relentlessly clear on this point um, that it's super important not to show favoritism. And, and this is almost the breakup of Paul and Peter, right? Their big fight was about Peter giving a perception of favoritism. And so when you make close friends with people in the congregation, it becomes complicated because then in the public setting, you still really have to manage the perception. And that's not just optics. That's about caring for people, letting them know that one isn't more important in the organization than others. And, and so, so that's another thing that, that has to be managed within there. Another thing that, that we have to deal with is that when people have concerns or are critical in terms of the organization and are participants in terms of the community, well, then when they're giving feedback that might be negative feedback at times, which can be really painful. And when you're dealing with personal relationship, 
at the same time as dealing with the communal community feedback, it's hard to separate those things and what should be taken personal, what shouldn't be taken personal. How do you build trust when you also have to have a thick skin leadership wise? So these are all complicated dynamics when it comes to friendship, which is why we do. I, I always want to encourage leaders within a church to make friends that are not part of your church, not exclusively friendships outside of your church, but do make friendships outside of your church and do make Christian friendships outside of your church where you can really trust. And if you can make friendships with other church leaders who you can really relate to, those things are all really important aspects to health if you can find them, you know, and if you can make that work. And if you don't, if you don't see an easy way to do that, I encourage you to pray for it. And if you're not a church leader and you're listening to this, pray for your pastors to be able to have these kind of, of relationships. But then within the church, it's still really important to, to do friendship because Jesus says, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. Jesus clearly had those who he was closer to, even within his 12, he had the three, right? And so there was like different layers. And those are not just organizational layers for Jesus. He wasn't managing an organization in that sense. There's a, a, a need for us to say, because of all those complications and because of all those challenges, we still need to have this function more as an organism than as an organization and as a community, rather than just a social construct in terms of a, uh, a, a cultural construct of you know, organizational church. So that means we have to be relating to people and we can't relate to all of them in the same way, but we do need to allow there to be a certain level of closeness and intimacy in friendship. One other major complication is when it comes to issues of confidentiality. And this is a thing that's really challenging for pastors and for counselors as well. But just remember that a counselor who holds things confidential, they go home to their family and have deep relationship with their family and don't necessarily get transparent about everything. Within the community of faith, it's okay to have certain levels of transparency, certain levels of guardedness, but still have deep friendship within that. And good friendships really respect those kind of things and will give space for it. What's important is that there's open dialogue and communication about the fact that it's complicated. And I think there's a lot of grace that can be offered within relationships and friendships when you navigate it. And so it's, it's more complicated in church leadership than in a lot of other areas when it comes to friendship. But we're also dealing with other believers who I think we need to give the benefit of the doubt and communicate really openly and honestly about what's weird for us and let them ask the questions they need to and just work through that and then work toward continuing to be friends with all the people in the church. I think that we should consider everyone who's a part of the body of Christ a friend. And then the layers of, uh, of depth of friendship need communication and definition. And obviously we can't be close friends with everyone. So we have to work at uh, being wise about how to uh, kind of in those spaces where we can go a little deeper with people who we're naturally connecting with, great, but in public spaces also being careful to uh, honor all across the community, our friendship with those who we lead and serve. And always remembering that Christ is the leader and we're all the sheep. And even though organizationally and spiritually, there's some level of those who are kind of out in front leading, really when it comes to the authority of Jesus and then us, 
we're all on the same level. You know, we're all on the same plane. We're, we're followers of Christ and we're siblings with each other and our identity in Christ primarily sits there. And that should be a great leveling of the playing field and a place where we can connect with each other as humans and as followers of Christ. And that lets us be really healthy with, with one another. How mind boggling that Jesus, the most mysterious, most honest and transparent, most powerful human being to ever walk this planet, the most intelligent, wants to be our friend, the most caring, loving individual to ever walk this planet wants to be our friend. We thank you, Jesus, for your friendship. And we thank you that you don't sit in an ivory tower in heaven and distance yourself from us. We thank you that you draw close to us and you enjoy us and you like being with us. We thank you for your confidence in who you are that allows you to be with us. The fact that you just don't have those insecurities that, that we all do that make friendships challenging for us. We thank you for being an incredible friend to us. We ask that uh, Holy Spirit, you would continue to mature us, particularly those um, who serve in various levels of, of ministry and leadership, uh, but all of us, God, help us to grow in our maturity and confidence in you in order to be able to be good, caring, loving friends to others. We also just want to pray that across your church right now, for church leaders who uh, struggle with that deep loneliness at times of saying, man, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who always want things from me and who don't know how to see me as a human and who just see me as a resource and struggle with you know, that sort of isolation and pressure and loneliness. We pray in the name of Jesus that there would be a great movement of friendship happening for church leaders in a way that allows them to be healthy, God, and allows them to serve well and walk in the freedom of the confidence of your pleasure in their lives, God. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you.